kind of sums up uh, life, I suppose. This has been Renegade <laughs> Solutions. <laughs> we might be back next week. From feeling blue That kept my thoughts Away from you (laughs) Sing it, Charmy Holes in the wall Must have been them pills I took Dora lunch box. Pandora lunch box. That's not your mother's Pandora's lunchbox theme. This is, however, Pandora's lunchbox. This is a show about food. I'm Mike. Thank you for tuning in. Pandora's lunchbox has been a show about food since at least it started. Every 6:30 yet Thursday, we talk about food. The following is a song about food. This is a song about food. It's called Strawberry Shrapnel. It's by the White Ravens, and it'll all be clear in just a moment.
Ouch, that's Strawberry Shrapnel, and it hurts. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and that was a song about food by the White Ravens. The Ann Arbor group that is performing tomorrow from 7.30 to 8 at the Crossroads Festival in Ypsilanti. The Crossroads Festival has been going on every summer on Washington Street near the corner of Washington and Michigan Avenue. They will be performing, and so will Maruga Booker and his group. Now, Maruga Booker has been performing for more than 40 years now, and he is the drummer for a band of a couple of people who are in their teen years and yet show imagination and maturity and all kinds of good stuff more than most people will show in their entire lives. And besides, they make fun music, and I had a chat with them just the other day, so it sounded a little something like this. Who are the White Ravens, eh? We are an indie band based in Ann Arbor, of course. We've been playing for the past five years around town. We've released one CD already, available for sale, and we're just about to release our second one. Cool. And what instruments do you guys play, each of you? Well, I'm Amy. I play bass guitar, and I do vocals. Mm. Okay. And Will? Piano, guitar, and uh, anything I can, I can uh, get my hands on. Excellent. Uh, sometimes accordion? Yes. Yeah, I know that song you do, um, My Pocket, has some lovely accordion on it. Thank you. And, and now, there's. I also hear what sounds, I want to say balalaika, but I don't think it is. It's some kind of strumming thing at the same time as the accordion. Can you tell me what that is, or mm. if, I'm, if I'm just dreaming? or? It's a mandolin. Oh, okay. And you guys, when do you guys play that? Yes, my brother plays mandolin. Very cool. What's also very cool is that I've heard you've been, you said you're working on a new album. Yes, we are. We've been recording it just this past weekend. It's going to be with a little bit more punch than the last album, hopefully. Okay. We've been working quite hard on it. We think that everyone will enjoy it. Cool. I know in your first album, you're just trying to figure out what to do. It's your very first time in the studio. You've got a lot of great ideas over the years, and you want to bring them all together. What do you think goes into figuring out where you are on your first album and where you are on your second album. Does that uh, question make any sense? Yes. On our first album, we, we were sort of still discovering ourselves, trying to find out what our sound was, what we were aiming for. We sort of developed this indie rock sort of pop thing. And on the second album, we're just further developing that, experimenting with some new, new more world beats, more world sounds. Fun. Trying to take a little further than the first album. Cool. So, uh, Will, how did you get to playing a lot of the instruments that you play? Where, how did that happen? Or did they happen upon you? <laughs> well, I, well, I started uh, taking piano lessons at uh, the age of eight, and, and I decided to uh, move to guitar at the age of ten, so 
And so after that, I just I just play whatever I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. Mandolin gets in there and accordion. Yeah. So how do you, I mean accordion sounds like a really fun instrument. I mean I've never act, I've I've picked one up and made some funny sounds with it, but actually getting it to make beautiful music uh, that does it take practice or what what would you say on that? I mean mm, it does take practice, but it gets easy eventually. Yeah. Does it have similarities to other instruments like guitar and uh, mandolin, or is it yes. a different language? Oh, okay. Yes, definitely. Well, that's very cool to be able to bring all these instruments together. And you also write all your songs. Yes. And will you write the melodies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the music. And Amy, you write the lyrics, so... Yes. Been writing a lot of lyrics lately? Oh, many. For this album, I've had to write about 12 sets of lyrics just to for the tracks we have now. It's been quite an endeavor, actually. Wow. Do you ever have to lock yourself in a room and, and say, I'm going to write a song now? <laughs> um, Sadly, I've tried, and that usually fails horribly. <laughs> Lyrical ideas just sort of come. For me, locking myself in a room doesn't help that much. No. Sadly, I wish it did. <laughs> you just get a lyrical idea, and then you have to stop everything and write it down before you forget? Yeah, you know, people, they say extremely poetic things, and sometimes you just hear something that strikes the ear, and there it is. Well, that wasn't what I expected to hear. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and that was a whole lot of noise. But uh, let's see what happens if we play this tune by the White Ravens, and it goes a little something like this. My teacher is the monster that lives under my bed and he's found a new way to scare me his homework assignments are way out of alignment and I, I think he's out to get me he's mr shonk yeah he's mr shonk yeah he's mr shonk yeah he's mr shonk my teacher is a dragon yeah he's always nagging for me dirty work He set me on fire If I tried to think higher Well, everybody's got their quirks He's Mr. Shonk Yeah, he's Mr. Shonk Yeah, he's Mr. Shonk Yeah
Well, that's pretty sinister. I guess that would explain why we had that technical problem a moment ago. Mr. Shank, the evil chemistry uh, science teacher there, made that noise. But actually, I think it might be the chickens at war. Well, we're going to talk about chickens at war in just a moment. But in the meantime, let's get back to the conversation with the White Ravens. Uh, what are some of the songs that you that are on the new album, or, or what are some of the stories around the new album? The stories. One of them, I've just recently been to Greece, and one of the songs called The Bee Song is about um, there's these giant um, burial chambers that are based off of beehives in Greece. The belief is that bees, they go, they hibernate in the spring, and then the, they hibernate in the winter, and they're reborn in the spring. So that song is about rebirth and bees. I know. Have you seen those, or did you read about them? Or I saw them, yes. Wow. So you had a trip to Greece. Yes. I've never been to Greece, but that sounds pretty wonderful. <laughs> quite, quite. And your drummer is Maruga Booker, who has been... I, I have a fun list of all the recordings he's been on, 50-plus 50 <laughs> 50 recordings going back to one that I'm happy to say is called Blueberry Jam <laughs> uh, by his group The Low Rocks. And he's played with... Uh, Al Cooper and Weather Report and Mitch Ryder and Funkadelic and uh, it's just a lot of fun to see all this great music and then to see your cool CD right on top there 2007 The White Ravens self-titled how did you get involved with uh, working with him? I took I uh, took accordion lessons from him and and I uh, showed him our music and he liked it cool so yeah tying all the instruments into Maruga that's exactly how we found him wow so you have some of his records that you enjoy, or some of his records. You know, Maruga has a computer sitting in his studio. It's just chock full of all of his recording projects, and there's like little treasures that you can just pick up and listen to. Oh, cool! And some of his greatest stuff, I think, hasn't even been really set out there. Wow! So he's got a little treasure trove waiting. So that's something to wait for one day, huh? Yes. <laughs> Do you have any inspirations? Some favorite groups that you really enjoy? Um, a group that I know has been really inspirational for us is definitely the Beatles. Mm -hmm. They combined so many different styles into their music. They've got the most wonderful melodies, like for everything, ranging from horn to sitar. So we've tried to incorporate some of that into our music, especially into our new CD. Some of these new, more worldly styles. We've got like a klezmer song on there, for instance. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so, yeah. So we've been trying to sort of emulate them in that way. Cool. And Will, Will, what are some of your favorite uh, musical influences? Oh, a lot of my influences are um, are uh, very are, uh, very early influences in my life, such as you know like uh, the Mills Brothers, George Gershwin, um, uh, Irving Berlin, I guess, and 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 I have some rock and roll influences like uh, the Beatles, the Who, and everything like that. So, any other thoughts on your new record or what you're what you're doing next? Things like that. Actually, you know what? You're you're you are playing in Ypsilanti. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. The Ypsilanti Crossroads Festival. It's coming up this Friday. Well, the White Ravens will be on from seven thirty to eight. So right. we recommend that everyone comes. It's going to be a great concert. And the Ypsilanti Crossroads Festival is on the corner of Michigan Avenue and Washington in downtown Ipsy. Uh, yeah, opening for us is going to be the fantastic Mickey Richards. Always wow. a favorite. For He's playing, of course, his acoustic guitar and vocals. He's going to be fantastic. Cool. And after us is going to be our, our drummer, Maruga's band, Maruga's Free Funk. Cool. So folk, indie rock, and funk. One of everything. Yes. Very good. Well, thank you so much for coming by, Will and Amy. And can't wait to hear your new CD. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yeah.
make up for things you can't amend Oh, yeah. That is the White Ravens, and that is my pocket. Proof positive that folks in high school can make much better music than the vast majority of people who claim to have graduated from high school. That is Amy and Will Bennett, and the drummer is Maruga Booker. And Amy and Will, the White Ravens, with the drummer Maruga, will be at the Crossroads Festival in Ypsilanti tomorrow night from 7.30 to 8, and then Maruga's band will be playing at 8 o'clock. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. Yes, it is this is about food. We heard a song called Strawberry Shrap- Shrapnel earlier, so technically it's about food. Before I get to the troubling news about chickens at war, I want to, however, give you the recipe for fried corn because it might be kind of soothing before you get to the whole war, chicken at war deal. Fried corn. Here you go. This is from the southernfood.about.com website. It's called about.com, and it's southern food. Got that? So, fried corn. Six ears of corn two tablespoons of fresh bacon drippings or butter, half a teaspoon of salt, two teaspoons of sugar, a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. Slice the corn from the cob, scrape the cob downward to get any remaining cord left near corn left near the cob, heat a heavy skillet and add the bacon fat or butter. When hot, add corn and cook for 15 to 20 minutes, stirring often. Sprinkle with the salt, sugar, and pepper and serve hot. It's a crispy brown thing. It's fried corn and there's lots of corn out there, so now is the time and the time is now. But on with the war on chickens or chickens at war. This is from the Shanghai Daily, shanghaidaily.com. This from this week, Owl swoops on chicken farm. More than 1,300 chickens at a chicken farm of Langshao City were left dead in a savage attack by a night owl on Monday. The farmer, Ma Guangheng, said there were less than 500 of his chickens alive after the owl's rampage, and most of those were in poor condition. 
Ma told the newspaper he had closed the hen house at midnight as usual after giving water and food to his chickens. However, the next morning he found a 40-centimeter night owl in the hen house. The owl had flown into the hen house through broken wire netting. Ma caught the owl and covered it with a plastic barrel before informing the authorities that night before before informing the authorities. Night owls are a protected species. Health officials have made sure the attack will not lead to a spread of disease, the report said war and chickens. Here's another one. This is actually something that could be very disturbing. U.S. chicken industry awaiting details of Russia ban. You see, it's already gotten started, folks. It's already begun, and I think we can report that right here on Pandora's Lunchbox, that it's that it's on. Russia has not contact the, contacted the U.S. chicken industry or the U.S. government regarding its apparent plans to ban imports from 19 U.S. chicken plants, according to industry sources from Reuters. Prime Minister Vladimir Putin told CNN on Thursday that Russia would ban chicken from 19 plants, which were not named, because they failed health and safety tests, and that 29 other U.S. plants had been warned. Russia is the largest importer of U.S. chicken, taking nearly 30% of those exports, but lately it has said it wants to reduce imports of both chicken and pork. U.S. The U.S. chicken industry exports about 18% of its production, and this year strong exports have helped offset weak domestic sales. Putin denied to a CNN, denied, I think I have a chicken in my brain. No, I think there's a barn owl in my head. In the CNN interview, Putin denied that the bans were politically motivated. Hmm. Yes, folks, it has begun, and we can announce that right now, officially, without paranoia or anything. Now, this important two thing is chickens at war. Media plays chicken with Pam. As long as we can talk about Pamela Anderson, then we know that we've pretty much gone way downhill. Former Baywatch star Pamela Anderson, this is really gratuitous, just to warn you, might have thought she'd seen it all until a member of the media pulled a chicken drumstick out of his underpants at a press conference in Australia today. The host from an online video website stood up and took his shirt off in front of Anderson's packed press conference at a Sydney hotel today, that being the other day. Describing himself as her biggest fan, he pulled down his jeans and Anderson signed his red briefs. Wow, get my camera, shoot this, Anderson said. But she was clearly unimpressed when he told her he slept in a big bed with lots of animals and pulled out a chicken drumstick from his pants and munched on it. The things you get asked to do, said Anderson, an animal rights activist, as she glanced at her manager. I'm reading this like it's a children's story. The things you get asked to do, said Anderson. This is what happens. See, I create this image, and this is what happens. I'm a girl on the loose, damn it. Anderson, who protested against the fast food chain KFC when she was in Australia last month, said it was the strangest thing she'd seen at a press conference. Anderson is in Sydney to promote her new observational TV documentary called Pam, Girl on the Loose. Wearing a cream wrap dress and black patent stilettos, Anderson fielded a bunch of bizarre questions, sometimes with equally strange answers. One journalist asked her if gymnasts or rock stars made better lovers. This is getting worse and worse by the moment. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Chickens are at war. Uh, Russia considering banning some chicken imports from the U.S. One owl kills about 1,300 chickens in China, and Pamela Anderson is a girl on the loose. Put the dots together and you get something like food. And this is important. This is from the FDA. The government will now allow food producers to start zapping fresh spinach and iceberg lettuce with just enough radiation to kill E. coli and other dangerous germs. This is a key safety move amid increasing outbreaks from raw produce. 
There have been a lot, raw, produ- raw produce has been breaking out everywhere. Can I say raw produce? It's been breaking out in my mouth. Irradiated meat has been around for years, particularly ground beef. But food companies long worried that zapping leafy greens with x-rays or other means of radiation would leave them limp. Oh, God, not that. The Food and Drug Administration has determined that modern irradiation techniques kill food-poisoning germs without compromising the safety or nutrient value of raw spinach and lettuce. Its new rule takes effect tomorrow. Irradiated spinach, ladies and gentlemen, soon to come to a menu near you. And Popeye will glow brightly, and we will all be very happy, and we can light our lights by the light of the glowing Popeye. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food for at least as long. I've been Mike, and just to mention again, the White Ravens are playing tomorrow at the Ypsilanti Crossroads Festival from 7.30 to 8. Meanwhile, there is Arts, Beats, and Eats going on in Pontiac this weekend. One of the headliners is Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Oh, thanks, I needed that. That's She's going to be at 10 o'clock Sunday night, 10 p.m. at the Arts, Beats, and Eats in Pontiac, and, of course, the Jazz Festival in downtown Detroit. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I've been Mike for at least as long, but I think I said that. And now we're going to come out with a tune about, an early tune, an early influential and seminal tune about, not semolina, but an early, or salmonella, an early influential seminal tune about irradiated spinach. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Julia Lee, and I didn't like it the first time. Spinach has vitamin A, B, and D, but spinach never appealed to me. But one day while having dinner with a guy, I decided to give it a try. Like it the first time It was so new to me I didn't like it the first time I was so young, you see I used to run away from the stuff But now somehow I can't get enough I didn't like it the first time Oh, how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time I had it on a date Although the first was the worst time Right now I think it's great Somehow it's always hitting the spot Especially when they bring it in hot I didn't like it the first time But oh how it grew on me stuff on the shelf cause now I make a pig of myself I didn't like it the first time but oh how it grew on me Just 
16 I didn't like it the first time Guess I was mighty green But I've stocked up Cause I've gotten wise I got enough for two dozen guys I didn't like it the first time But oh how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time But oh how it grew on me It's 7 o'clock, and this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz, experimental radio from the University of Michigan, run by students with lots and lots and lots and lots of community involvement. That's what makes it strong, durable, and almost completely unpredictable. It's time for Face the Music. Face the Music is a weekly Uh, shall we say, core sample of human noise and waste products, music from around the uh, world and from, in particular, the last 100 years. We're very, uh, shall we say, intrigued. That's a nice neutral word. We're intrigued to see that it's the student move-in time. The students, uh, the, the streets are cordoned off in various uh, corners of the university proper. And the uh, parents are shoveling their children into dormitories everywhere you look. So we thought it'd be nice to give you a little bit of uh, music to go with that. I seem to have left my Harry Reeser records at home. I'm not sure how I did that because I did haul quite a bit of vinyl down here. In fact, this is a 100% vinyl phonograph record show tonight. We shall begin with the Princeton Triangle Jazz Band. This is a collegiate dance band. They made this record in 1925. It most certainly constitutes our national anthem. This is your national anthem. It's called Broke Again. Please rise. 